hi guys welcome back to speak your grace with chelsea grace i know it's been a long time since i've well it's felt like it's been a long time since i've uploaded um i've been going through some stuff mentally um and physically that i had to take care of but we're back and we're in action so today's episode is basically gonna be about bpd and relationships with people who have BPD. Um, I have BPD, and what BPD is, it's borderline personality disorder. It's a mental disorder characterized by unstable moods, behaviors, and relationships. Some of the symptoms are emotional instability, feelings of feeling worthless, insecurities, impulsive actions, and impaired social relationships it usually stems from abandonment um i had an absent father growing up which i feel it stemmed from but then it continued to grow as i got older and i went through experiences i put a questionnaire on my instagram and i asked people because i was really curious as to what their questions would be regarding bpd i got a handful of questions which is better than nothing so i was like okay this is dope so i'm gonna go ahead and go through the questions and answer them as best as i can um yeah so let's just get into it i got diagnosed with bpd about two three years ago I got misdiagnosed so many times. I was put on medication for, originally they thought I was bipolar. And so I was put on medication for that. I was put on medication for depression, put on medication for anxiety, and then put on medication for PTSD. So I was on medication for all of those things. And all along, it was BPD. (laughs) So... First things first, if anyone, if I go through these questions and anyone is thinking, hey, I can relate to this so much, that doesn't mean that you have BPD. I would suggest if you really consider it, then the first thing to do is to get diagnosed professionally. Once you get diagnosed professionally, you can move forward and see, okay, how do I attack this? How do I make this happen, basically? So... The first question that I did receive was, how do you feel about the way BPD is being portrayed in today's society? I think the media continues to characterize BPD as dark, dangerous, crazy, and honestly, can our episodes and just day-to-day life be dark or dangerous for us yes most definitely but it's not dangerous for our partners or our friends or anything like that in my opinion um i feel like people look at the negative so much and then it's easy to get like sucked into that and be like oh yeah mm -mm. you have that no i don't want no parts but there's good things about having bpd too which i feel like people don't really talk about and they should um having bpd has allowed me personally and i'm pretty sure like a few other people because it's very similar between 
different types of people it allows you to be empathetic and yeah our emotions are heightened but that also allows us to be passionate and loyal and determined when we love we love hard and nobody understands that like we love hard like and i wish people would just get that more because it's like it's not a normal kind of love like it's times a thousand so could could you just imagine oh and we're super creative super creative we like dabble in everything like there's just talent on talent on talent and our excitement is like infectious like it's just we're good people to be around it's just when we do have an episode or when we are having anxiety or anything like that it can be overwhelming to people however i feel like that's a small price to pay for someone who's so genuine and just all around a great time to be around the next question was what is one thing about bpd you wish everyone knew I wish people understood that it gets really lonely and scary dealing with BPD alone. And most of the time, we do. (laughs) Because people get scared or psyched out and they just run. So the only way we know how to deal with BPD is alone. I'm blessed to have parents who support me so whenever i am going through something they're there in an instant some kids aren't blessed in that way the next question is what is the best way to support someone with bpd i feel the best way to support someone with bpd is support and communication it's hard to get support in general and then people don't want to communicate as well So that's something that's tough for us because if we had support and communication, like, for example, if I go through an episode and someone is supporting me and consoling me, they don't understand what I'm going through because they don't have BPD, but they see that I'm in pain or they see that I'm sad or that I'm anxious or that I'm hyperventilating support and letting me know, Chelsea, I'm here is so important because it feels so alone and it drags out and it's just like okay cool no one feels the way i feel but there's so many people who do which is why it's so important i feel like to talk about mental health more i don't think it's talked about enough and communication communicating to me hey you know i don't really know what you're doing or how you're feeling But I do know that if you need anything, you just let me know and I'm there. If you need to talk about anything, I'm here. It's just, it's it's so simple. It's so simple. And it's funny because it's not done enough. So if it was done more frequently, I feel like people wouldn't talk so much crap about being in relationships with people who have BPD or anything like that because it's very simple and to the T. As long as that is done, I mean, it could prevent so much chaos. It really could. Reassurance is really important to us as well. It basically soothes us, honestly. 
reassurance is something that we struggle with within ourselves and giving ourselves reassurance and so hearing it from someone we care about or anything like that is it's just so rewarding and just comforting in a way it makes us feel like we can get through anything basically another question i got was with you how do you want someone to treat you when you're going through an episode my episodes get a little crazy (laughs) like sometimes i will be in bed for days on day's end i will only get up to use the bathroom because it's just my mind is so heavy and i'm just so exhausted that i can't do anything else um sometimes i have anxiety attacks with my episodes it depends on the day or the events or anything like that my anxiety attacks i feel like are a little more intense than just a regular episode my anxiety attacks are hyperventilating shaking body convulsion um so after an anxiety attack i'm very very tired after an anxiety attack like the next day i literally have to rest all day because it's it's exhausting like my mind's exhausted my body is drained so it's it's a lot in those situations i went to um a program it's called dbt and with dbt they teach you coping mechanisms and how to live a life worth living and so i have educated myself on how to get myself out of it which is what i do i do it alone every time um would it be nice to find someone and date someone who can help me with that process most definitely if i did have a partner what i would want them to do is comfort um comfort me let me know hey i'm here help me with my breathing so that i can kind of snap out of it a little bit ask me questions to distract me distraction is a key thing for me when i'm going through an episode because it kind of gets me out of the funk so if they can do any of those three things it would just it would help tremendously however i am single so i deal with my episodes and my anxiety attacks alone and when i deal with them alone a few things that i do love doing that i've told to some friends which has helped them which i hope it could help any of you if you guys have anxiety attacks or panic attacks or bpd episodes difference in temperature has helped me so ice on the lips a hot bath a cold bath cold water on your face anything like that the ice on the lips really helps me it really calms me down and it calms my shivers and my convulsions a weighted blanket is amazing it makes me feel like someone's hugging me so it kind of soothes me in a way so i can go to sleep easier and trying to think distraction getting myself out of the house um safely if i'm not able to drive then i'm not able to drive but if i can drive then i'll drive to a park and just go for a walk or call a friend over or call a friend or anything like that or a family member uh distraction helps me as well 
sometimes after I get out of an attack, I just need to take a day of self-care, which is like, you know, doing laundry or cleaning up my house and listening to a good album or a good record or reading or painting or writing, anything that can help me feel at ease I do after an attack um just to kind of get me back into the into the wave of things so I feel like it's really important to know what works for you you have to try everything because not everything worked for me I used to try things and I'm like this isn't working and it kind of gets frustrating I used to self-harm which I don't do anymore but that's one of the symptoms is self-harming it's been a long time since I've done that so I rely on the other key things that I listed to really help me out and really just get me out of the funk so that's always amazing I don't know I think it's very just it's so simple but it seems complicated to help someone get through an episode but it's I don't know I think it's just support and communication just helping me understand that you're there I struggle with sleeping um, because of my PTSD so I don't sleep for a very long time and I don't sleep for long periods of time I only sleep a couple hours here and there so soothing me and helping me feel at ease and that you're there and that I'm not alone helps me ease my mind to the point that maybe I can get some rest or maybe I can relax and relax my muscles and relax my brain and try to just soothe or ease the anxiety attack. The last question was, what is the most common mistake partners make with BPD? Um, the common mistake that partners make with BPD is that they feel that because we, I personally, let me not speak for all of us, but because I act so tough and like I can handle everything, they think, okay, she's good. She got this. She's done this before. This isn't her first show. She got it. She doesn't need my help. I'll just give her her space. And when she wants to talk, she can like reach out to me. That is the worst thing you can do (laughs) with someone who has BPD. That is the worst thing because we have a fear of abandonment. So you ignoring us or you giving us quote unquote space to handle what we have to handle makes us feel even more alone. And it's like, okay, cool. You're just like everyone else abandoning me when I need you. That's dope. Great. Awesome. And then it changes kind of our perspective we're very black and white thinking so we either really like you or we really don't so once we see any sign of abandonment it's like okay cool we try to shut off those feelings and go to i really just don't like you there's no gray area there's no like i like you but i kind of no it's like i either like you or i don't so i feel like when people do that and have this misconception of like oh they can handle it because they've handled everything else up to this point It makes us feel more alone to the point that we just don't rely on anyone and we suffer in silence 
and we suffer extremely and it's like overwhelming and it's exhausting because people are just so quick to be like, okay, cool. If they got it, they got through it this far. They can just keep getting through it. They don't really need us. No, we need support from our friends, from our family, from people we're dating. It's just, it would make it so much easier. And just, if we talked about it more and there was more communication and conversation, how are you feeling today? How's your mental? What's going on? Are you anxious? Like, the days would go by so much smoother. Relationships would go by so much smoother. Like, it, we're not impossible to love. It's that people are lazy. This generation is lazy. And this generation is okay with not knowing what's going on. They're like, oh, I'd just rather not know. And then it's like, okay, cool. So it's, it's hard for us to find people. And it's hard for us to date. But we're not impossible to fall in love with because we're very charismatic we're very energetic we're very fun to be around the only time that there's a quote-unquote issue is when we have an episode or when we're overly emotional about things that people wouldn't really be emotional about it gets people get annoyed or quote-unquote irritated and they're just like "Ugh, this is a lot so then they label it as we're impossible to be with when we're really not all we need is just some love and affection and care and support and that would just be enough within itself bpd is tricky but it's easy to to educate yourself and i feel like if people educated themselves with things that their partner have or struggles that their partners go through it would just be so much easier to date someone who has these issues because all of us have something, all of us have baggage, all of us have things we go through. It's just a matter of how comfortable you make us feel when we're going through those things. And that's the, I feel like that's the easiest way to make somebody fall in love with you, to be honest, because if you could support me through that, you could honestly support me through anything. And if I feel that way, then my connection to you is just so much stronger and I'm so much more drawn to you. It's like, wow, okay, like you actually care past what I look like. You actually care about my mental and what I'm thinking and how I'm feeling. It's this whole generation of like, oh, to feel is is weakness and to have feelings is weak and you can't be that way and why not? We should ask our friends, our neighbors, our family, how they're feeling mentally. How can we help them mentally? How can we adjust to what they're feeling? What can we do to make them feel more comfortable? What can we do to make them feel better? Because it's, it's literally that simple. And it's literally, that's the one question that people lack in asking. What can I do to make you feel more comfortable and at ease feel supported feel loved any of those things we rarely get those questions and that's why we rarely find someone but it's not impossible to love someone with bpd and what i like to say is i have bpd but i'm not my bpd